And we are live. Welcome to another episode of Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with my co-host, Shane Feek. And our special guest tonight is Michelle Roos. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Okay. Bravo! Um, <laughs> uh, she's a world-renowned psychic and trance medium. Um, she's also um, the founder of Riverside Iowa, Riverside Iowa Paranormal. Correct. So, Correct. So welcome to the show. Um, I've seen some of this stuff on your resume and wow i mean I, that's that's a lot of good stuff to have you know and so i'm i'm fairly um i'm very glad that we get to talk to you because um i have a few questions <laughs> so, absolutely so um actually first off um let's talk about how you got um, started when you started what inspired you to pursue the paranormal well, actually, you know, like everybody else's story, you know, I was at a younger age mm -hmm. um, and growing up in Germany, you know, where you don't get a lot of this paranormal, but it, I was always seeing people, but not like the glowing light or anything like that. I see mm -hmm. them at the moment of their death. Okay. So I see them more in that gruesome kind of stuff and it always scared me. Oh, wow. And, you know, always running and talking about it, you know, it was always like, Shh, you don't talk about that stuff. Right. So they were like childhood nightmares, but then they became stories, mm -hmm. you know, like you got to help me. This is not right. You got to help me find this. So I was always on these little adventures mm -hmm. and it seemed like then my nightmares disappeared. I kind of closed them off for a very long time because I, you know, everybody was saying, you know, that's bad taboo. You don't talk about that stuff. You don't do that. Right. And it came to a point where I couldn't stop it anymore. Mm -hmm. Anytime I walked by a location or if there was a car accident somewhere or whatever, they were reaching out. Mm -hmm. And then I started to have to kind of deal with it. Like, okay, how am I going to be a voice when I say I'm a voice for the other side? I'm actually a voice for the other side right. because I tell the stories that are not like in the history books. So, you know, when you read about a location and it talks about a really rich guy living there and he was the governor and he did so well back in the 1800s, when I'm in that home, I'm going to be able to tell you and then you find it a little deeper that he wasn't such a nice guy behind closed doors. Oh, yeah. yeah does that make sense? So, oh, totally. Yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of one of those, well, <clears throat> tell you really what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And then it seems like the stories, they come and they want to, you know, if somebody had committed suicide, they actually come and tell a story why and how they did it. And they want to be at peace. So I help them with that peace, you know, because we all have the, you know, a lot of people have this conception of when you commit suicide, you don't go to the other side. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what their last words were or who they spoke to before it happened or mm -hmm. what went on. And so sometimes they do have those last words. Mm -hmm. And um, so I do actually speak for the dead. They do come. But I also will see the real bad side. So if they were really bad in life, I mm -hmm. see them in the negative energy forms. Yep. So when I say I need to see your true self, I will see them. Um, do you guys remember the movie Alien? Mm -hmm. you know, that, that thing? Well, yeah. those times when it's really bad, I see them in those types of creatures of, wow. you know, almost demonic looking. Okay. But I see what they actually had on the inside of them and their souls and things like that. So I am like the walking nightmare that walks through the house <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah so your light is pretty bright by the way oh, yeah so i mean it's very very bright so i could see you do why you do what you do um now you were talking a little bit about suicide i mean there's a lot of people that i've had um in my chats over the over the last year you know sometimes they talk about suicide and this and that um can you touch a little bit about um how, how do they do they come to you do you have ones that come to you more more uh often like suicides or is it more or less um anyone it's anyone you know like wrongful deaths like um, mm -hmm. i've worked on a lot of um person cases of their deaths mm -hmm. of kind of mm -hmm. like what went into it 
but the suicide ones come a lot to me also. Mm -hmm. There are some that you would not believe that last moment. It's almost like I changed my mind. I don't want right. to do this anymore. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's too late. So there's that right. also right. that guilt, regret and everything else. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so kind of anchoring, you know, I can, I'm like an anchor. I can, you know, we do the forgiveness. We, we do the blessings mm -hmm. and let them know yeah. you might not felt that way in life, but it's okay. You're, you can mm -hmm. be that way on this side. And then we carry it. I carry it on from there. Right. So you've had quite a few, have you had ones that have kind of fought you all the way until you get to the point where um, you can't reach them or they turn and walk away? Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, okay. You know, a lot of people, and, and like I said, everybody has their own beliefs and how they do things. And no, and I right. don't think anybody's ever wrong, but mm -hmm. There's a lot, especially when it becomes the suicide ones, is when they felt that bad in life and it carries over, it doesn't matter what you do. They still think they're not worthy of moving on. They, they're supposed to right. stay stuck. This is like their punishment yeah. and, and you can't get across. Um, I've had some. But a lot of them that stick around because of all that anger and regret, <clears throat> they end up turning into very negative, negative, it's, it's, me, negative energy sources. Yes. yes and so yes. it is kind of really bad because if they stick around with the family, a lot of us that are living, I don't think we realize we pretty much take a lot of spirits hostage. You mm -hmm. know, we don't trap them. But because we grieve them and we don't want to be without them, you know, mm -hmm. that's kind of us as humans, you know, mm -hmm. it, it seems a little selfish, but we take spirits hostage. And mm -hmm. sometimes when that is still trapped in there and people are still mourning because they're angry or they're upset right. or anything, it also changes the source of what that spirit is, too. Right. So that kind of leads to my other question, too. I mean, you actually help people who go through that. I mean, yes. And you help them and you help them to recognize this is kind of what you're doing, not knowingly, but this is, you know, and you help them to heal and to grow from that and and help the spirit ultimately cross over. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Well, that's kudos to you because that's that's I'm sure that's not easy. I have not run into that yet, but I am. You know, I'm sure that I'll run cost at one time. I'm pretty sure it, it's going yeah. <laughs> you know. And be prepared. It will take a toll on you. Yes. On, the body, yes. on the physical body. Mm -hmm. um, right, right. Because it does become kind of, it, it's a battle, you know, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and it will, I mean, I, I normally, when I'm trying to cross over and they're doing that, I have bruises, I get scratches, things like wow. that too. So it's a, now, it's a real thing. Do you, um, you've helped people remotely as well, correctly? Okay. Very so, much so. Um, so I have a question. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if, you, if you're helping them remotely, is there a factor of distance versus how much you can help? I mean, if they're in the room or, you know, a block away or on the other side of the earth, does that seem to make a difference? I mean, is no. there distance? Okay. No, because I can actually remotely go in because I do remote viewing and things like sure. that. Okay. But the people have to have the intentions that they really want the help because that allows yeah. me to come in. Right. I don't just randomly say, hey, I'm coming. You know, right. that's right. ready. Right, yeah, right. We're right. under a computer. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> but their intentions has to be very true also. They right. really need to because they actually have to help me. Sure. So I can't do all the work. It it takes right. it that takes the whole force of it. And you know, some people can say the verbiage, yes, I need help, mm -hmm. but you'll be able to tell when the true intentions are there that they really want the help, then mm -hmm. I'm able to do that. Sure. Now this this is not my question about the remote viewing. Um I wanted to ask, um is there is there a possibility that you can be hurt or like you said physically hurt or something like that doing a remote viewing i mean yes. is it something and that you something about you shouldn't put yourself all there no okay so that's 
Okay, so I'm, I'm correct. Yeah, okay. you definitely yeah. don't want to because you have yeah. to have some of that barrier because right, you right. are putting yourself in a situation right. that you could actually get real hurt. Yeah, yeah. I've already experienced a little bit of that and I kind of got, yeah. got like told you can't do that. you got to have your barrier in your distance. And I mm -hmm. was like, I didn't quite know exactly what that was, but now that I talked to you and I'm like, okay, that's a real thing. And I really, it gotta, is, it, okay. it really is. Okay. Okay. Um, so I also wanted to know, um, let's talk about, um, a little bit of your studies. Um, wow. I mean, your, your field of studies, I mean, what field of studies did you, um, were led to, um, basically while you were in the paranormal? I mean, is this something that you felt this is what I have to do or? It was a calling. Okay. Okay. That's kind it of was what I was a calling. Um, it had to make sense with what I was seeing and what I was dealing with. Okay. So um, for example, you know, I always say I, I, I'm not the one that gives the love notes. I'm not going to be able to tell you that grandma came to visit you and she thought you made that soup just like you should have. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to come in and say, you know, grandma's really ticked off because right. you guys don't know the real story of cousin Ed down the road. Right. That he right. used to do. So when I was saying, okay, I'm not doing this. I can't just do readings. I don't, and I don't do like tarot cards or anything like that. Right. I'm supposed to be the voice of the ones who are getting hit with the dark side. I guess you would call it, you know, mm -hmm. almost like mm -hmm. the whole star Wars thing. Right. Um, but demons, when we talk about demons, I'm not just talking the biblical demons. Mm -hmm. Everything it could be associated with demons. And that could be, you know, with oppression and things like that, um, that negative energy could be portrayed as demons. And that'll take you down, too. Right, right. Start opening up for it. Sure. So I wanted to kind of get more knowledge of that on both sides. So, you know, I kind of work with, you know, I work with gods and goddesses, ancestors and the biblical side, mm -hmm. because it all becomes one when you're actually fighting something that way. Um <clears throat> I, I do work with some of the churches when they call in because they want me to come in and look and see what are we dealing with, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of times it's all self-manifestation. And then you think about now with everything that's going on in the world, you know, uh, people's energies and their feelings are actually manifesting different things. And so basically yeah. Manifesting, yeah. Yeah. yeah, their own demons. And okay. they don't realize it's their own demons. Well, those have right. to be passed away, too. So right. I have a question then. So what in the spiritual side is the difference between like a person's spirit and like a true demon? I mean, are they the same thing? Two different things? Two different Crossed things. Over? Okay. So what's the difference? Demons have never been, never been human. Human. Okay. okay that demon, makes sense. Your demons are pretty much your fallen angels. The ones that yeah, if you from go the on the biblical side, it's, sure. you know... But I have seen creatures like that that were never on, you know, a human spirit at all. Sure. Um, and they're out there. And a lot mm -hmm. of people, you know, they're kind of like, you know, I'm not sure if that, you know, but let's see, you can believe in Bigfoot, UFOs. Sure. You know, if you have right. light, you have dark. Right. And yep. they, there is that balance. And mm -hmm. so I have seen the dark crawlers, things that have mm -hmm. never been on, so, you know, do, human. Do people's people's spirits interact with the demons as well? I mean, do they have fights? Do they get together? Mm. Do they, is, is no. it separate? No. It's separate. They don't live, uh, they're, they're in a different plane, maybe different. I, you know, I think the dimensions. Right. right. Okay. I think right. the way. I'm just trying to get a feel for what <laughs> is a demon? What is a human spirit? You know, maybe an animal right. spirit. Are they usually, usually, and usually most, uh, most people who are gifted um, can tell, um, which is which? I mean, you know, if, yeah. if they've been on Earth or if, they, if they've been a human or whatever, yes. they give off. It's a different light. It's a different feeling. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually you can tell. Like, if I come across somebody like a, that or something that's like a demon, or if I go to a house, I'll get nauseous. Yes. Real quick, and I'll be like, "Ugh, okay," you know. But then there's other ones that try to portray themselves as such. And you're like, yeah, I can see right through you, bud. <laughs> you know, and they they will just try to create havoc because effective, they're either stuck by guilt or they think that they're not worthy or something like that. So it, it's 
just it's a whole gamut of things. So um, yeah, there's some people out there that that never experienced that. You know what I mean? And yeah. Shane, you don't experience that nope. because you know, and and I believe everybody has their own path. Everybody yes. is their own individual, their own path. What your path is different from mine, and vice versa. There can be multiple people who are gifted, but their paths are totally different from yours. And yeah. so they may experience some things different. Nobody's the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. I don't have anything beyond the five cent. You know, the normal five senses. <laughs> but <laughs> like, you know, that's the thing. It's very important to have people like you, Shane, because yes. I even in our team we have that because there yeah. are times especially with me, I can get into a situation and when you have a lot of different things coming at you and you're trying to figure out what's going on because something sure. is messing with you, having that person saying, oh, no, 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 this is this is something else and debunking something. Yeah. It actually helps people sure. like me going, OK, thank you. You know, now we've got a clear mind and we can move mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, right. people just don't realize how important it is. I mean, I count on them all the time to like guide it me. Helps and, when you're and, not afraid. Right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's maybe it's not a good thing, but you know, somebody's like, yeah, there's something bad down in the basement. First place I'm going. First, to yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Shane first. Then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Then we'll follow you. Yeah. yeah we'll follow I'll be you. There. <laughs> we got you back. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, one uh, person listening or watching um, had a question for you, Michelle. I'll yeah. post it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, especially when you're trying to cross over, if you're needing to get them out, they do come attached to you so you can carry them into a different area. But I have my own little rituals and things that I do to get them off. So um, okay. my body and my home and stuff is like my temple. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to put a boundary. You're allowed so close. If I need you to hold my hand so I can move you somewhere else, I'll I'll invite you to do that. Mm -hmm. um, normally, because I do channeling, uh, they will channel, but I got to kick them out because they do try to take over. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing I would not allow. <clears throat> I not allow them to take me over. I no, that's. I got enough of my own problems that that happened. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, when you channel though, sometimes because you're trying to find out what's going on. Right. Right. If you do it, you know, there's just a certain amount of time you want to, and you right. got to be able to kick it out. But I think because I do speak for so many of them, mm -hmm. I, I know it sounds weird, but it, there's almost like that trust between the two, but I've had some bad ones that have tried to really oh, yeah. jack yeah. me up. Right. Oh yeah. And I've gone down. I've gone down plenty. I'm I'm not like no superhero, but I've right. been knocked to my knees a couple. You of guard times. yourself pretty well, then. Yeah, very and much. I, so. I do. I do too. Every morning, I have to say my ritual prayers and my protection because of the fact that I've been jumped. Oh. And it sucks. It's bad. It, it's very bad. And I was driving to work uh, because there was a spirit that was actually trapped in the vehicle that I bought. Oh. oh. Yeah, because I think he committed suicide in the vehicle and he never oh. left. And he was angry and very frustrated and very pissed off. And I could sense that every time I got in the vehicle, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is just terrible. Before I really started guarding myself and he jumped me on my way to work and I felt everything that he was feeling. And, oh, my gosh, I thought I was going to crash my truck. And I was like, OK, I had to pull over and I had to get him off. And then I'm like, yeah, you are never to do that again. Yeah. Needless to say, I got rid of that vehicle probably about a month later. <laughs> yeah. And I just bought it. And Do you so, ever yeah, yeah. get in your car and afraid to look in your rearview mirror? Because all I check time. the car all out all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yep. I, ha I have to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I do it every morning. I look in the back seats and everything going, okay, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still do that. Yeah. Because yeah. even non-spiritual entities will get you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I've done that uh, quite a bit. So, yeah. So, yeah. Having that happen that after that, it was like, yeah, I need to guard myself. And so then I did my little meditation and said, OK, I have a system every single morning that, you know, mm -hmm. to guard myself. And then throughout the day, I mean, depending on where you're at, um, things can still if they see your light, boy, they're coming for you. They want to distinguish that too sweet. 
And a lot of and people I have a day job. That. So yeah, I, I have a day job too. too. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Well, I've had, I've had them happen. I've had it happen where they've come to work. I mean, um, where I've been contacted at work, not necessarily a bad uh, spirits for or entities or whatever, but some of these have been, you know, they, they want this or they want that, you know, or it's like, I'm at work, you know, yeah. I'm like, and so I've been told before, you need to kind of shut down. You need to kind of guard yourself a little bit sure. and put the boundaries up. And I'm terrible with that. I hate doing homework. and I'm just awful. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do my own thing that kind of protects me and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if somebody really wants to get through, they, oh, they, they through. do. Oh, it doesn't and matter. You, you oh, know, yeah. you're sitting in your office and you're like, oh, yeah. wait a yeah. minute. You're yeah. not supposed to be. You're here. not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's happened. You've worked all over the globe, correct? Yes. So um, you've also helped other paranormal teams and individuals um, on, in the field. And you, you have techniques and things that you shared with some of the new ones and some of the veteran ones. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, well, I kind of work w- what they are asking for, like if there's different types of protections for themselves and mm-hmm. things like that. So like I say, you know, we can give an outline of what we do for ourselves, just like every night after I come home from work or whatever I'm doing. My rituals is to take an Epsom salt bath, get it all off me, make sure I have nothing. I, you know, do the before we walk through the door, nobody's allowed in here, you know, different little things. Mm -hmm. Um, I talk about different oils and herbs and things that I do because I love herbs. They're that that's my calling, you know, um, but I give them kind of an outline, but you it has to call to you to work. What might work for me might not work for you guys, Correct. but you might take bits and pieces of it. You Mm -hmm. know, um, talking about shielding yourself when you're doing paranormal investigations, like we do a lot of events and you're helping people, you know, learn how to use some of the equipment or maybe get them an experience. But then you also have to protect yourself because then that's the time you're going to get jumped or Mm -hmm. something will Mm -hmm. happen to you. Yeah. So um, I kind of talk a little bit about all of it. You know, a lot of people are like, God, you only see the dark. But I think my dark is my light. Right, you know, right, 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 right. Because the dark, you know, would be a small child who was beaten to death. And because of the anger and, and not feeling loved, they come back as kind of a, an angry mm-hmm. <laughs> child spirit. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, They have that when they're alive. Right? <laughs> I have two daughters, I know. They scare me to death. I'll tell really? you, both living and dead. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You know, when they're coming up to your knees, you know, you're just like looking at one oh, of those yeah. little Twilight Zone mo- shows. Oh, yeah, and yeah. You're just like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. But so, um, it's it's kind of like a little bit of everything. And, you know, everything is for each individual. I, yeah. I don't ever put it in a group setting. Right. Because every individual person has different ways that, you know, I kind of fill them out, doing a spiritual opening, a mm-hmm. spiritual cleansing, different right. things to get them sure. where they need to be. Mm-hmm. So kind of following with that, can you, I know that, you know, you're, you're an exorcist and a demonologist. Can you kind of give me what things that that is above being just a normal paranormal investigator? I mean, you got kind of late levels here, you know, what kind of things differentiate you know because there's so many paranormal investigators out there that are yeah i'm a demonologist too and i can get rid of and it's like what extra things do you need to do to be that and you know well you have to be recognized by the churches to be an exorcist now i will let you know any of us not i mean doing the training but also doing it with the churches i'm not going to be able to go in and just do the exorcism myself I work with the actual, you know, church that's putting it on with the bishops, things. They have to be able to do that. So I actually help them during the exorcism. Like an information. Go in with a cross Mm -hmm. and just say, demon be gone. Right. So you're more like an information source. For the, for yeah, the but I can also do the, you know, reading the, the readings the right, and, right. and the rituals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm able right. to, you know, do the rites and everything too. Um, right. But that is more 
people who actually have been possessed. Right. And right. It, you'll be surprised how much that happens. Yeah. And yes. it's not always demons on the biblical side again. Sure. These are demons of them, you know, kind of dabbling in things they probably shouldn't. Right. Have yeah. invited things in and it has <clears throat> broke them down so much that they give up and just say, take me. And it takes them. Yeah. I, I call them scragglers. Is what yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, Andy asked or said, you're the first woman inducted into the Worldwide Society of Exorcists. What did that honor mean to you? That was like the best day of my life. <laughs> okay. Um, and please don't take offense to this, guys. No. Um, but it is very male-driven. It, you know, you think about it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no offense taken at all. <laughs> and so not just using my abilities, but also my knowledge and the way I my beliefs are and my intentions of ridding people and their families so they do have peace. So working very hard on that was, it, it, there's no words. You know, yeah. I mean, there was a feeling of that. And well, you know, and everybody kind of laughs about it because I'm like, mic drop. <laughs> I did it. It's something very serious. It, it's not just going online and, and, and getting a certificate and and saying, I, I'm right. this. Right. This was very hard work. This was something I had to get trust from. This was other things that were going sure. on, you know, and I worked with different priests. I worked with pastors. I worked, you know, with all different types of um, belief sources to learn everybody's. How do you deal with this? You know, I had a pastor um, call us to go do something one time and he goes, I asked him if he was going to join us and he goes, no, because I don't carry the good stuff. And I looked at him and he goes, you got the holy water and stuff. We don't use that. So you go in. I'll be out here if you need me. I know my team, me, my team were like, Okay. Really? Yeah, oh, wow. Really. So it's kind of, you know, again, belief systems are so different. So studying all the different belief systems, you know, different religions from around the country, because, you know, demons over in India are different from demons oh, yeah. in the Midwest. Sure. So, you know, you work with what is, you know, they believe in the gen very, you know, a lot. I was just going to say that. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So how do you work with their belief system to help somebody? Cause we did work with people in India, you know, how do we help them? So to be able to put myself in all those, you know, areas, it takes a lot of work. So right. I am super proud of what I've accomplished and, but I take it very seriously and it's really close to my heart. Yeah. And, right. and I think it's really good to have a female in that area because, you know, females, typically are better at social interactions and really what you're doing is socially interacting with, you know, something on the other side, you know, so I'm surprised that there aren't many more, but it seems to be like, you know, I don't know. what I I, I think that that's slowly up and coming, but you know what I mean? You know, you ladies help. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you want it, you know, you know, my mom would say, if you want it done right, have a woman do it. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So, yeah, but, so yeah, you know, I mean, congratulations with that. Yeah, that's that, awesome. that is that is, that is so awesome, and um, and hopefully you can train an apprentice. Yeah. I would love to do that, right? right. You know, find yourself another female and and right. get get her in the line because nobody's forever. That's right. very that's true. Right. Very right. true. Well, I might because I'll keep coming back. Right. <laughs> One way or the other. One way or the other is hey, as long as you come and visit my sensor board, you can come back anytime. There you go. <laughs> Have coffee. I'll be there. Right. Hey, so, hey that's what I got to add to that thing. I got to add a little cup with some coffee. Right. There you there you go. Go. <laughs> It'll be things on this earth that trigger, you know, things yeah. on the other side. Coffee would be a trigger for me. I drink it like going out of style. So, so actually, yeah. that is a question that just came to my mind now that I think about it. All right. Since you have an in-depth uh, view from the spirit's point of view. How do they interact with the physical environment? I mean, like poltergeist kind of, I mean, they can throw something across the room. How come they can, I mean, what, what mechanism makes it work? How do they do? I mean, what happens? Okay. Because that gives so me an idea. What to add to my energy. Yeah. So okay. your energy helps them. 
Okay. And I can honestly tell you, I have been at some events and it's funny because my team will even say, I'll just stand there and I'll just start giggling because sometimes we're always asking the same question. What year did you die? Oh my word. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? Yeah. What was the weather like? And you can see the spirits literally just standing there like, and you know, and I'm giggling during these events, (laughs) you know, and it's like, you know, then I'll jump in and say, you know, where's that brooch? I know you lost it. Can you guide yeah. me in the right direction? Then sure. things start going off. Right. Yeah. So when we speak to spirit, we should speak to them like you guys are speaking to me, asking the questions, you yep. know, something yep. that's going on. But you got to allow your energy to release too. They mm-hmm. feed off of our energy to give them energy. So it's not just all the toys that we take out there. Yeah, But it's something that would put that in. I do know, like my team did an event and they were trying to use necrophonics and they wanted to make, but they wanted to get direct answers, not all the, you know, reverb. and Right, right. They did do a session um, in this place where they used to play cards. So they had a lot of the guests sitting around playing go fish, but they put the necrophonics in an empty chair and they actually captured something coming over necrophonics saying go fish oh interesting because (laughs) it was put in that environment you know we go you know somebody will be at a castle somebody be at a schoolhouse and we're asking the same questions in both areas Mm -hmm. so when we speak to spirit in that respect like we speak to each other you do get responses yeah i do know that from what i've seen from my equipment people do have an influence you know, the way I do my stuff, I, I use most of electronic computer automated recording devices. Yeah. And we record, you know, dozens of parameters every second. And we're, we're keeping this for statistics purposes. Now, we've done experiments where we'll bring the piece of equipment in, leave it in a room and then just leave the whole building, and, you know, go out for lunch or whatever and come back. And then compare that to when the people are actually in doing active investigations. And there is statistical differences Mm-hmm. in emf levels ion levels radiation mm-hmm. levels you know so obviously people need to be physically present to help the situation but yes. you know i don't not being psychic or anything like that or no way to contact it myself i can't see anything other than numbers well but numbers you have your body different. yeah but our bodies and you don't have to have abilities yeah. And we just kind of relax and just take in what's happening. Sure. There are signs that you'll know. You know, you might feel a little tug yeah. or you might feel that cold air right by your ear because they're yeah. trying to communicate. But we are all kind of wearing those blinders. You know, you've got people with abilities. They're the only ones that can do it. I can't. Yeah. But you could actually, you do feel certain things. Um, right, right. Hey, you can walk through a grocery store, something could have happened there or somebody came there and you just kind of walk through and you're just kind of like, okay, what was that? Feeling that that is spiritual or spirit contact. But we don't think about it because we're so busy in our everyday lives that we miss some of that. Yeah. So can you tell me just a little bit about the energy they use so I can know better what sensors to build? I mean, of course we do the standard, you know, EMF fields, Everybody does that, ion fields, radiation. But what things can they really do and not do? I mean, if I if I if they can't really do anything like radiation, why should they bother even looking for it? You know, that kind of thing. Well, it would just depend because now poltergeist stuff, like everybody talks about, sure. is not all spirit based. Yeah, it could be a person's brain. It's a person, yeah. But a young is, child. Yeah. And yeah. But at the same time, you can get that type of activity if you have that, that right. So if you're you're putting like energy, like an energy field in and just pumping up the energy where you're actually in that location, you sure. will see a difference of what you catch compared to just throwing something out there. Okay. You know, yeah, we've um, done, I don't know, equivalent of like, I got call it a ghost speeder. Yeah. Uh, EM pump. I don't know. Whatever. EM pumps, you know, my, yeah. my equipment has that on there. And I have seen some changes when that's turned off or on in mm-hmm. the in the data. <clears throat> so evidently they do somehow siphon off of that. 
They do because they do feed off of energy because that's exactly what they are. I mean, our spirit right. is all energy based. I mean, us right. as humans, we're all right. energy. Right. And so right. it's the same feeding. Yep. And I do hear that a lot of the EMF pumps, they, they do a lot. And the right. only thing is when you pump it for a while, you, you have to stop it, especially mm -hmm. if you're oh, yeah, going to yourself because you're yeah, like, Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, I never even so, thought yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, people with abilities, when I go into one of those rooms and those are going off so much, it literally sounds like it's inside my head. And then all of a sudden, I think my light gets so bright that, I mean, I look and I, I look at a football stadium and I'm just sitting right. there going, yeah, this is way too many. And then yeah, I have right. to back out. Right. Yeah, and right. See, for me, when I when I built this equipment, I kind of intentionally wanted to keep the human bias out of it. So mm -hmm. the equipment doesn't tell you when anything is happening. All it has is a little number that's counting number of records that it's recorded, but it doesn't flash lights. It doesn't do things. So you don't really know until you're, you know, the next day and you're matching up the video to the data and saying, oh, yeah, yeah we had an anomaly there. And when they, they, you know, we got a question answered there, you know, that kind of a thing. So, you know, it's, it's, there's no local feedback while you're on site. It's just yeah. a box right. sitting there right. recording right. numbers. Right. So. so that's why we do this. We're on the spiritual side and he's the science. Yeah, we're the yin and yang yeah. of yeah. paranormal. We <laughs> but you know what? That's amazing because yeah. I actually have someone like our tech guy that's on the team. Yep. He builds all these little that's things. That's what I do. I build he's all the, Yeah, he did this yeah. like little Doppler radar thing. Yep. That Somebody just cool. said that Doppler radar. Yeah, matter of fact, oh. I have one of them on my boards. Yeah, so, so. Oh, well, he's part of the team. That's my tech guy. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> That makes sense now. So, but he is able to use that kind of stuff and get things as I'm doing it, or we have the rest of the team doing something different. And so he prepares us with all that kind of yeah. stuff. And, too, and unfortunately, our local team is all tech people. We don't have any spirit people at all, really. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're kind of blind going right. in. And and going back and talking about the energy, I mean, when a, somebody who has gifts or a medium or whatever goes into a room and is trying to help another paranormal team like that or even just assisting, um, your energy, you give off this energy and you help connect with these spirits or whatever. And they can either, you know, accept it or not. I mean, it, they can be like, yeah, it's there. I'm not going to interact. You know, that's the chance that you take. Sure. But also, if you also have this bright light, you can leave some of that behind mm -hmm. because it kind of falls off you like leaves on a tree. True. You know what I mean? So you want to be able to, you know, um, you don't always get your answer right away, but you might get something when you leave. You might get something when, you know, there's only a couple people in there or whatever. So yeah. Yeah, there's, there's so many variables when it comes to that and interacting or having mediums or somebody's gifted um, interact with, people like paranormal teams, anything can happen. And I truly believe that. I mean, there, yes. there is, there is no science with this. No. And so a lot of it has to do with, you know, it's kind of like chance, you know, or rolling some dice and say, no, I hope we do, you know, get something here. Even if going to a, a really highly profiled place, that's really got a lot of activity that's been saturated with a lot of different mm -hmm. people that have shapes through there. There's going to be a lot of that different energy from a lot of different people. And some of it's good and some of it's not so good. Yes. And that stuff can just be like, it's like sap on a wall, you know? <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. So you might be getting something that somebody else could have left there a couple days ago. You know what I mean? Like talking about all these tours that people go on, you know? They bring baggage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Baggage. And, yeah. And, it, and people don't, you know, some people are like, what? And I'm like, well, this mm. person just came in, but they brought three people with them that are not alive. Right. And it right. depends on what's going on in that situation. And a lot of times it can be dropped or whatever. And right. it, it, it gets a little crazy because you're it trying to be over contaminating. Yeah. It can be yeah. major. Over and you and people who don't practice that, the gifts won't see that. People like me and Michelle will be like, what is this? You know, yeah. <laughs> we'll go through them like who just came through here with, you know, this and that and the other thing. And, you know, 
can describe one as human, one is what is that? You know what I mean? So you're kind of yeah. just <laughs> we only sold 10 tickets, but there's 40 people. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that's yeah. that that is the risk that some yeah. of these places, you know, take when they have these large tours. And not to say anything bad about these tours. No. It's just the fact that you gotta realize that that is open. There's there's a lot of different energies that are out there that are interacting with other energies that may not interact well with, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you science, get we call it pollution. Yeah. Pollution yeah. yeah. Pollution. Spiritual pollution is what it is. Yeah. That's actually a good word. We need to keep mm -hmm. that one. Cause keep I would never, one. yeah, I like that one because yeah. it's, it's the truth. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I mean, it's kind of like there's times I'll walk through a building and I'm just like, yeah, no, no, uh, no, no, I'm not no. feeling it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, speaking of objects and stuff, you know, when I was doing my research for the show here, I noticed that you store objects. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about the energy, how it gets there, it attaches, and then also what the storage container is like that holds it? <laughs> I mean, it's not like um, Ghostbusters well, a little box sure that lays on the floor. It has its own little party every night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we do have the haunted items, but these are with the people that we've worked with and sure. certain items. Okay. Um, but I lock them up and, and we keep them protected. So we don't sure. put them all out on display all the time or oh, anything like that. Um, but depending on what they are used for, I mean, you know, we have a lot of dolls. I think every doll that's out there now, um, is haunted, you know, <laughs> oh. um, we have lockets, we have swords, we have different things. And it depends, you know, each one has a story of what, you know, type of um, case it was and what was attached. And, you know, some of it was, you know, with satanic stuff. Sure. Well, blood rituals, you know, things yeah. like that, you know, oh, I needed to give more blood to it. So it kept giving me, you know, yeah. better luck. And so, now it wanted me to kill someone. So I, I can't have it anymore. It keeps talking to me. Sure. So, you know, those are the kind of things that um, we kind of lock up. So it seems um, to be in the paranormal, the the trend, at least for once these, you know, celebrity, para-celebrities get high enough in their ranks, it seems to be the trend, hey, I'm going to collect haunted objects. You know, yeah. it, what, what kind of differentiates how you store them safely versus what they do. I mean, well, people send them to me. I don't just go out there and say, Oh, that's haunted. You need to give it to me. Um, I actually, we, you know, we do the blessings with the holy water, salt, different ways, depending on what we think. Now I do readings on them. I can see if there's something attached to it or what type of energy is attached because what was used with it to know how am I going to store this Okay. Um, to be able to keep it protected away from other people so no one else gets it sure now um, in probing them do you ever accidentally just remove the hot and be like oh you can have your stuff back you don't have it anymore <laughs> um no i've never did cleansing on them you know okay. i it, okay. we do binding and and kind of like the whole it. Yeah. trap you in that bubble Cage. you know what yeah. i mean sure um but that's kind of how we, we we do it um we have a um a storage that we're going to have to move pretty soon because sure. it's going to get bigger because there's more stuff coming. Um, but they all, like I said, you know, um, it has bad things. Uh, we got a big box of dolls. Uh, the dolls were talking to this person, um, lost mother, her mother, and she was trying to trap mom's soul into one of the dolls so she would never lose it. Well, she opened oh. a big can of worms. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so the dolls have a couple things, but I will promise you it's nothing nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they're kind of in a case right now. I'm pretty sure they don't like each other. Um, I'm always afraid like something's going to happen to the storage. And when, you know, like fire yeah, it's going to be like WWE. Department department show up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fighting it out. <laughs> well, I'd love to have my sensor board in that room for about 24 hours. That'd be great. oh my god. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, you would, would be. you would be doing numbers for a month. That'd be <laughs> yeah. I love numbers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it, it gets pretty intense. Um, sure. but we, you know, I know how to work with them. I, I'm very respectful how I work with it. Um Understood. Yep. you know, I uh when I got the box of, I think it was like 34 dolls in one box, I'm like, oh, 
Now, I'm not a doll person okay, right. because <laughs> they creeped me out. Right. But I had it in the back of my vehicle. And of course, I'm you know, looking at, you know, make sure nothing's in there. Well, the box started moving in my vehicle. Oh, no. and and I'm driving and just not even thinking. I, I turn my head and I'm like, if you don't be quiet back there, I am going to take you out of this vehicle like I was screaming at children. <laughs> and I'm driving going, Did I just say that? And the right. box just stopped. It and then it started children. moving a little bit more, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm yelling at a box of dolls like they're children. <laughs> right, right. I bet you had nightmares after that. Uh, yes, very much so. Yes. Very much so. That's what I kind of kind of gathered. I got this ask her about her nightmares. And I'm like, OK, so I'm asking you about your nightmares. What was that like? Well, that was like all those dolls coming after me, okay. like trapped souls. Right. And they're all yelling at me at one time, please right. release me, please release me. And right. all I'm seeing is, you know how like you got the, that show, The Walking Dead, the zombies, uh -huh. how they walk in a group. Okay, these are dolls doing it towards me. Oh, wow. no. You can see I'm sweating right now. I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm like, this is no sure. good. Oh, my so. gosh. Oh, and yeah. we got mirrors, you know, mirrors. Everybody uses yeah, somebody mirrors. Said, Don't forget the mirrors. Yeah. Scry mirrors. Scrying. Mirrors. Mirrors. Yeah. yeah, doing a lot of scrying. But again, yes. if you don't do it correctly, oh, yeah. you open things up, you know, or somebody has used it and you buy it from like a flea market and didn't know, sure. and you don't do a cleansing, right. you know, because you can get things from flea markets, thrift stores, but oh, yeah, cleanse them before you bring stuff. them in your home. Yeah, right. I mean... You know. now, yeah, my my mother um, is with me quite a bit. She passed in 2007. So, but when I when we were younger, when I was younger, she collected antiques, and so she had her own small antique store here in Lake Stable where I live. And um, I used to have to, and when I was a teenager, I used to have to babysit the store when she would go run to the post office. Okay, so you can only imagine. I mean, me not. I, I, I had already at that time, I had seen an apparition at the house that I was living in. So I knew that I could see certain things and sense things, but I wasn't, I was a teenager. I was more interested in girls and partying than anything else. But when I would sit there and just be quiet or read something or, you know, because we didn't have cell phones back then. And I would hear things move. <sighs> things would jingle. Things would, I meant, okay, maybe that's something, is the air on? No. You know, or somebody talking or, you know, and I'm like, okay. And it didn't really dawn on me until later in life when I started seeing all these people talk about haunted objects and, you know, and have these like haunted museums and all this stuff. And I'm like, can you imagine before that even came to light of all these antique dealers from like, like the antique roadshow? I mean, bringing some of these things in. <laughs> no, no, they, no, no, no. It, it's yeah. I mean, oh my God, you would have to actually have a gifted person on the on your on your roster because, you know, yeah. I mean, can you imagine all the stuff that would want to? Oh, I really like this, and I like this. I'm gonna take this home. It only cost me twenty five cents, and you know, twenty five cents is gonna cost you a big time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't realize that until later in life, but I remember hearing things and thinking this is just weird i don't want to be here you know so after that you know my mom you know passed away and my mom's <laughs> my mom still says i love that show or that shot i loved it because that's where my mom felt her most comfortable you know sure but yeah so it's just with objects it's it's crazy to I think just hope my board doesn't get haunted and then i won't probably get baseline readings anymore right there you go off. Well, you might. They just might be a little bit different. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. It could go haywire. Yeah. 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 Um, so talk about um, a little bit about probably I asked a lot of people this. Your, your scariest moment in the paranormal field compared to your most rewarding. Well, I can honestly say I'm scared all the time because I don't know really what yes because 
I don't know what I'm walking into. I, I start getting pictures, but you got to remember when I see them, I'm seeing them like I see you guys. Sure, so right, I don't get right. pictures in my mind mm -hmm. or words. It's I walk in and there they are. And it's like, right. you know, have a seat. Right. So I, I kind of, I think I work myself up a little bit because I'm like, okay, I'm about to go to a new place. I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen. And so I would be lying if I say I was never scared, you know, right. um, because the, un the unknown, as soon as I get to see it and I see my way around, then I'm better. Um, rewarding, I think, is when we when we actually help a family, especially right. with children. Mm -hmm. I feel so rewarded when I meet a child who has gifts that they mm -hmm. don't know they have gifts right. and let them know it's okay. Right. And actually teach them how to keep them away. Mm -hmm. You know, tell them, you know, here's your boundaries. You can do it and give them that strength mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. them to know that they have the power to help control that situation. Don't let that situation control them. All right. Right. And that, I mean, I always walk out, I got tears in my eyes, you know, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't let them see it. Right. You see the child's face go from yeah. just terror and, and doesn't want to be in their own room and, and doesn't, and their home doesn't feel like a home. Right. And we leave and they feel empowered. That to me is like the best thing ever. Good. Good. Well, um, I also want real quick, well, not so kind of real quick, but, um, Talk a little bit about why people, like people who are religious or Christians or whoever, think that mediums are bad. You know, I, I've never figured that out. <laughs> okay, I haven't either, but I thought I'd give it a shot. You know, I, I, I think it's because, one, I think they think it's witchery. Right. Because that's that's how it was, you know, when when you were going to church and stuff, things, if it wasn't in the Bible, it wasn't truth. Right. Or it was. So, yeah. So I think when you start telling them something that you shouldn't know, it's it's right. they feel like it's still that that whole witch hunt thing of, oh, my God, that can't be. Right. You know, right. but yet when you're in a church and someone speaks in tongue, it's OK. Right. So I've never caught where the, the, the two, you know, it's kind of like, um, but I know my gifts, even though the way I see it and what happens to me and, and things like that, I still believe it's a gift that was given to me because I am supposed to be a voice for the other side. Sure. Right. I don't believe, and I know this might sound rude to some people, but I, I'm not the voice for the living to hear about the other side. Okay. Uh, no, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, so when I say it, I I'm on that I'm on that line where mm -hmm. I am finishing their story because they could never finish it. Mm -hmm. But the living are hearing the correct story. Right. And right. when you're saying that to people who are very religious, right. I, I think it kind of scares them because maybe that I always say that truth beyond the truth. Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of people can't deal with that. No, I think there's some people that just, you know, will use the Bible, the verses in the Bible about not to, you know, listen to mediums or sorcerers or you know, yep. all that sure, stuff. Sure. And so that that basic premises and I, I love the Bible. Don't get me wrong. You know, but I mean, it's just where's was, the line? You know, was, where was the where was yeah. the re reasoning for that? You know, or where was the. You know what I mean? So, well, and I think that was more of the propaganda control of the masses. Oh, of course. Absolutely. You know, so you're using the Bible, not by the words that were supposed to be, you know, read and everybody reads it differently. And it, it means something different to any everybody. Right. But to use the Bible or religion to scare the masses to do a following. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's unfair, you know. Sure. And mm -hmm. so if you don't do that follow then it is like witchery but they do say there's the holy ghost right you know so right. i believe in angels i call on michael and them all the time to help sure. me and i mm -hmm. believe in angels there's things, oh yeah, yeah yeah you know i mean there was so many different things that went on you know and if you look at the bible and then you know like the book of enoch and you look yep, at yeah. both of those they kind of follow each other but you could see where are some things but all, yeah, the, the book of Enoch has a lot more spiritual and correct. Symbolism. 
Yes, I've and read it all the time. When you're talking about angels and you're talking about God and you're talking about someone who created people, yeah. mm -hmm. you can't look at it as, you know, see dick run. Yeah. It right, has to right. be on that spiritual, spiritual side level, because yeah. right. you know, and I think people have a hard time. They they're they feel like, you know, if I go too far away, what do other people think? Yeah. And I used to be that way. God, mm -hmm. people are going to think I'm weird. People are going to be like, oh, my God, I won't be around. But it came to the point where I didn't care. Well, and nowadays right. we got tabloids. They got enough weird people. You're you're not even I'm on good. the spectrum. I haven't made the inquirer yet, so I'm, I'm yeah, really see, you're good, see, then. Then your goal to live, right? So, yeah. so when, you're, when a person's coming in to a, a, an environment with entities, because they're alive, you're a living a living entity. Are you overall stronger than the ones that are already dead? I mean, if you absolutely do not want them to bother you, hold you, do it, you know, can you overpower them? And say, nope, sorry. I'm yes. You have you have the advantage. You do <laughs> have the living advantage. have advantage over yes. the deceased. Okay, or but well, a lot of people remember, don't know that they don't. But you got to remember our senses. You yeah. put people in the dark that, you know, they don't really see. Yeah. And then your senses are trying to figure out what's going on. So now your adrenaline's pumping sure. and you're actually scared of something. And so if you feel a touch, you know, you're going to scream. I mean, that that's mm -hmm. our bodies working. Yeah. But see, I'm I'm actually like night blind. I have to wear glasses to drive at night. And, and we don't even do our investigations in the dark. I do day dark, you I know, because, because I'm like, if it's okay. a haunting, it's 24 hours, you well, know? Not only that, but most of the time, these people were probably awake anyways at that, those hours that were, so it's like, okay, well, just leave the lights on. Well, yeah. you, so the reason they pick what they call the witching hours. Quietness. Actually, not just the quiet, but that's when, if you look at it, the moon, when we have sure. the moon, the energy of the moon is stronger when it's, you know, towards earth and stuff. And that helps sure. with the energy source that mm -hmm. will help. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's the way you do it. Anyways, but yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would wake up when I lived in the house down here that I saw my first full body apparition when I was 16. I'd wake up at three o'clock every day, every night. I mean, it would just be like, what? You know, and they go back back to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But I was never scared, per se. Not until I got chased out of my bedroom and then, you know. But, yeah. It's just nowadays, now I feel because I'm, I know who I am, I'm not as scared like I was. You know, I mean, it doesn't, people say, why do you want to go into a house like that? You know, it's like, it's what I feel like I need to do. You know, it's I'm a calling. Yeah. It is a calling. Right, right, right. It is a calling. And people say, you know, people run out of a house on fire. You run in. <laughs> you yeah, know, basically. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, and that's just, and, I, and I'm and i okay with that. You know, I'm not, I don't know, it's just really weird. But. Well, and I like, like I said, when I, especially when you go into a home, you're not just dealing with what they're saying is happening in the home. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with a family. You're dealing with their energy. You don't know what you're walking into. So, you know, that kind of puts your guard up, but you're still going because you know that the, that family called, they need help, mm -hmm, you sure. know? And so it's kind of like, I, I'm nervous when I first get there. And then when I get my bearings and I can actually see what's going on, you know, cause we look at everything. We look at the, you know, medical history and different things oh, like that. Me. Right, right. Because we're not just going to tell everybody, I mean, I'm very honest and there's been times where I'm like, no, 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 there's nothing here. No, no. And they're like, but there is. And, but I tell them the truth. Or if they're like, can you help me with spiritual healing? And it'd be like, well, you need to now look at what happened 20 years ago. Right. Face right. that to do that. And they're like, you're just so straightforward. Yeah, well, I'm not going to be able to help you if I'm going to lie to you. Or sugarcoat it. Correct. I don't sugarcoat. <laughs> right, There's things right. that have dropped out of my mouth. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> but if I'm speaking for them and that's the way right. they want it, that right, right, that's how it comes out. Right. So, I've always told everybody that that if I even had a sitter, I'd say whatever comes out of my mouth if it's from spirit, then you know, yes, take it for what it is. 
you know yes i'm not trying to be rude or mean but that's just the way it is you know so but um, it, it clicks with them though it right oh yeah, yeah. They're all of a sudden going yeah. oh wait a minute that is right. how uncle harry spoke or whatever and it just right. clicked. so right yeah right. right um now have you gone into a well let me ask you this question real quick um i usually get my visions or something usually right before I wake up when I nap or when I sleep. If I'm go supposed to go to a location and do an investigation or even go to a sitter or, you know, something like that, I'll get that person's face flashed in my head right, right in front of me for like two seconds. And then I, my brain will automatically log that in there, remember that, and then I will be able to tell that person this is, and then that person comes through and I can know that's who I saw a day before I was going to give you a reading or those days were yeah. the investigation. I always had, when I lay down to go to sleep, every time I close, every single night, I close my eyes and I always have a set, a set of eyes looking right back at me. That always. I'm used yeah, to it. I'm used path. to it. Yeah. No, I'm used to it now. <laughs> I mean, but it was, it freaked me out at first. I'm like, why, why do they keep, and they weren't always the same eyes. They were something different. But they were right there, and I could see them clear as day, and they're looking at me. Why is that? Well, when you're starting to go into that sleep mode, you know, your brain starts going through the different areas like it does. Mm -hmm. You're actually more vulnerable for spirit to try to come in and be like, hello, it's me. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, seeing the eyes, I that was spirit. You know, that that's when they really come because there's time I have to literally say it. I don't want messages tonight. I need sleep or I don't want this sure. because you start having the, I've had the eyes look at me and okay, I feel like so. someone's like standing over me. Yep, and yep, yep, and yep. you're, you're, you're like that child where you're under the blanket going, do I open my eyes or do I just yeah. keep them closed? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was becoming a, a thing. And then the dreams were like, okay, yeah, I'm we're really weird like, and different. And, yeah. Like you're dreaming somebody else's dream. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm totally. like, and then you wake up the next day and you're feeling like you're in a fog because you're still in that dream state. And that's sure. because spirit was just coming in and coming in and coming in, you know, and it's like, okay, I can't do this no more. So you so, actually had to put guards up. Oh yeah. My bedroom's got guards everywhere. Thanks <laughs> to my team. I think I've got, I got protection all around or I can't okay. sleep because right. they, and they will hit you hard in sleep state okay yeah. okay well that's good to know yeah yeah um also when you go to a location do you sense the same thing like is it a, a similar feeling if you go to an active location or is it always a different feeling different feelings different feelings okay yeah yeah okay. there's times i've walked into a location and i feel like there's like a metal door and I've caught myself kind of like move it. Like I'm trying to get through something right, right. really thick. Mm -hmm. Other times I've walked in and I feel like I'm at a crazy house. It's like really busy. Things are just, mm -hmm. and I haven't even seen anything yet. I get the feeling. Right. It's just like, they're swirling like, okay, what am I about to get into? You know, miracle round kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. um, but it does change. It okay. changes depending on where you're at. Right. I just kind of wanted to see if that was me because I, I, I feel differently. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Different places. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it isn't always the same. Um, some things are similar, but it's usually something different, you know. Mm -hmm. And you've been able to drive by a building and say, wow, there's a lot there, you know. Oh, yeah. And I do that all the time. People's houses or, you know, or something like that. It's like, wow. When I first discovered that a few years ago when I was able to do that, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Now it's kind of like, Okay, now I, I I'm not gonna look. I'm not. I, I gotta drive. I gotta. You know. Yeah. So you kind of gotta put that in perspective. You, oh yeah, because my biggest thing is when I was driving on the highway and stuff where there were accidents. Sure. Mm -hmm. And there was times I was questioning myself. Um, is that a real person walking down the highway? Mm -hmm. Is that a you know? And and right. so my driving got a little weird. And then finally, I'm like. Oh, I got to stop this. Right. So I kind of have to put my own little blinders on. Right. Right. And, sure. Or sense. I turn music up. If I turn right. music up, my vibrations are higher. Mm -hmm. Sure. And 
you know, everybody says you, you know, sing in the shower. Mine is like just sing on the top of my lungs in the car. Then right. I drowned it out and I can actually start driving because then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that happened there. Oh, that happened there. And it's like, right. oh, it got too right. much. Too what, much. Now, have you always been able to physically see spirits like you see us? Yes. Oh, very much so. See, and that is something that I, I wanted to have. You know, I wanted to be able to see it. Instead, I see them in my third eye instead. You know, which is fine, but from what I gather, it's like, yeah, maybe it'd be too much for you. You know, and and it doesn't know. mean it can't happen down the road because when and you right, have abilities, right, right, right. and I kind of thought evolve. that too. Yes. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've had, you know, I've I've had a mentor, and I've you know done this and done that, and I've learned a lot. And mm-hmm. you know, going through all this stuff and talking with you has even helped me to understand some things. So I greatly appreciate you coming on and talking with us and. Um, and actually, I think we were overtime. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it 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 flies. I mean, yeah. Especially when you've got a a great guest who's got yeah, great informa- awesome. you know information and you know and it's just and it's very um yeah it was a great time. So I want to thank everybody for watching. This is probably some of the most watchers I've had in a while. So pretty popular you are. Well, yeah. And some of these guys, I want to say some of them are actually joining me in Scotland. Oh, uh, okay. Doing uh, the Witches and Phantoms in Scotland. Uh, it's a tour that we're doing and we're going across up the coastline to Aleister Crowley's area and stuff. Oh, okay. So okay. it's going to be really interesting. So a lot of them are coming. And wow. then I've got some, I see I've got some of the people that are actually going to join me in Greece. Uh, oh, wow. it, it'll be myself and uh, Johnny Zappas. Um, oh, we're going nice. to be doing a tour in Greece too. So I'm sending all you guys love. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about how people can find you and stuff before we escape. Yep. Um, actually they've been putting up on here. Uh, they can go to Riverside, Iowa paranormal page. Um, get me on messenger there. Um, or, uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, a lot of people get me through messenger if they need help. And then I take it from messenger and make it more of a private setting. Sure. Um, but we do also, if anybody looks for any of the tours that we do, um, I'm linked up with mysterious adventure tours, um, Brian Cano, Andrea Parent, all of them do different tours with them. So they can actually go there and see some, um, they're doing one in Romania. So very interesting, but I'm very excited to see what Scotland will bring me with my gifts, yeah. um, because we're going to be following the, the the trails of the witch trials and the oh, wow. yeah, and all cool. that. So, yeah, the history, and, yeah, the yeah. history itself come alive. And uh, yeah. Scotland I, is awesome. Yeah. Never I mean, been, I, so I'm really excited. Been. I have ancestral ties in Scotland, so yeah, I have a, I have a little tree there. That, you know where they oh, yeah, yeah. the paper? I got a tree. So, so it's, <laughs> sure. it's, it's I'm a lady. A lady, Michelle. Yeah. I should have known that. Oh man. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, so, I thank really you. appreciate spending this evening with you guys. You guys were amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, we really were. It was our pleasure. I mean, I. Yeah, this it was is, great. This was awesome. We had a lot of fun with this. And thank you to everybody who tuned in. I mean, this is incredible. We really appreciate. All everybody that, that tuned in. So, um, yeah. So uh, next week um, I do have another show. I'm not quite sure if it's set in stone, but I will let you know during the middle of the week. So we want to thank everybody again. Thank Michelle. I thank, thank you, Shane. You. Yep. You guys all take it easy and have a great, fantastic evening.